I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. How long of a notice to quit your company is the appropriate amount of notice? I'm talking about this because our vice president of customer success, his name's Jeff, awesome guy, actually gave me an eight-month notice when he decided that he was going to move on. And fortunately, in his case, he is moving on to retirement. He's done an incredible job planning through his career. He posted about this on LinkedIn. So if you're connected to him, you can check out that post. But we're all celebrating his retirement. And as part of this open conversation we were having, he gave me this eight-month notice. And I thought, wow, that is so generous. That is probably the longest notice I've ever heard of anyone giving. And it got me thinking, what is the right amount of notice? And so fast forward a few weeks, a few months actually, we're in the interview process talking to people that will take over this role. And I spoke to someone and she said that she gave her former employee an 18 month notice, 18 months, because she recognized when she was in this industry, in this business, that this is not the industry she wanted to be in long term. So she gave her employee and told the CEO that she was going to be leaving eventually and she wanted to give them the flexibility so that as they were doing their headcount planning, as they were strategic planning for the next year, they could include her, they could not include her, but she was not forcing their hand with any timeline. She was just letting them know at some point in the future, I want to give you the heads up that two years from now, I probably won't be here. I thought that was so courteous. So again, the question I'm asking you is how long of a notice is the right notice? I think the two-week notice is probably the most common. And when you hear about people giving shorter notice or longer notice, I think it's really situational on what is correct. And so let me give a few examples. So first of all, maybe you've heard of someone that put in their notice and they were afraid to put in their notice because they didn't want to get fired immediately. Now, in some states, in some jurisdictions, depending on where you're listening to this, in some countries, uh, you may be required to give a certain amount of notice. You may be uh, a allowed a certain amount of pay when you, when you leave. Uh, and so this is not a blanket statement that applies to everywhere. But in some places, there is a right to work policy. And if you're in somewhere that has a right to work policy, then someone can put in their notice. And as an employer, you can decide, okay, well, today's your last day. Now, I want you to think about what type of business you're in, what the cycle of the average project or job that you'd be working on is. Because my guess is that if you're in a business that has a project that is longer than a few weeks, then when you give your notice, you can't really be put on that next project. And so the analysis that an employer goes through is, well, can I get value out of this person? Can I stick them on the next project and continue to get value out of this person? And if they can't stick you on a client project or any further work, then their mind probably goes to, well, let me just have you document your role, uh, hand off the projects that you're currently working on, and maybe help me get a replacement, a next person up to speed. And in most cases, that two-week mark, I think, tends to be about right. I think that's why the two-week notice has become so common. 
Now, in some places, if you're working in something that's really transactional, like say you work at a call center, say you work at a place where you can continue to just show up and provide value every single day because you're filling a crucial role for the company that needs coverage. If they need coverage every day, I'm sure the employer would be ecstatic to have a person stick around for three weeks or four weeks or five weeks and provide that extra notice. Um, So it's really situational. It depends on what your business is and on how difficult it is to replace the position. And so in this case, when we had to replace an executive, I think the eight month notice was very generous, but it's also enough time to continue to work on all of the annual objectives that we set out to achieve at the beginning of the year. And so when we had that conversation about his timeline, he said, I want to achieve the goals that we set out to achieve. I want to see this through. I want to, to have, you know, hit these metrics that we set out to, to hit. And so I think the important lesson here is that number one, when someone puts in their notice, you should talk about what goals they still want to achieve. You know, before you leave here, what can you still accomplish? What would still excite you? And the employer is going to have goals like making sure everything gets handed off, but maybe the employee has goals as well. What would make you feel really good about putting a bow on this experience and tying this up so that you can take that win to your next opportunity or put it on your resume? Um, One of the questions that we've always asked in our engagement surveys is we ask people every 90 days when we do these check-ins, we say, uh, is the company a good fit for you today? And they rank it, you know, one, one to five. But then we also ask, will this company be a good fit for you in two years? And again, you're ranking it with some commentary. It's a really powerful question to just start to be proactive about asking people, where are you at long term? Is this a role that you see yourself being in long term? Are you looking for some career progression? Are you looking for, you know, maybe a a title bump? Are you looking for a different culture, a different geography? And I've had people confide in me that, you know, we might be moving in the next year. Uh, I'd like to go back to school. I would like to start my own business. And those are the types of conversations that can come out if you're proactive about asking this question of your team. And if you have a healthy culture, People shouldn't be afraid to answer you and to tell you the truth that next year or two years, I might want this sort of change. And so the immediate next place to go is on that value uh, question. What value would make you excited about uh, achieving over the next couple of years? And and what do I hope to get out of your next couple of years that you're here with us? We even ask a question on our surveys that is, what is the reason you would be most likely to leave Trainual. And the multiple choice is, you know, a different title, uh, different kind of work-life balance, uh, different role, different compensation. Uh, we ask all of these questions. That way we're able to see, okay, for each person, what are their motivations? What are their triggers? And are there themes across a department or across the whole company that we need to address? So maybe a fun thought exercise that you could run through is imagine if every single person in your business was going to give notice, how long would they give you and why would they be likely to leave? It's a fun exercise you can go through because for most of us, if you're not a founder, if you're not a 
equity holder or investor or part of part of the founding uh, team of the business, most likely eventually you're going to go and move on to a next job. And so everyone will eventually give their notice. And for some people, maybe it's 10 years. For some people, it's two years. For some people, it's two months. So think about when would everyone put in their notice? Or maybe if you're really bold, you could even ask everyone this question. Just go ahead and put in your notice. It can be 10 years. It can be five years, but it'll be a conversation starter. And that's what I'm getting at here with this tip is that this should not be taboo. Putting in your notice should be an expected part of the employee life cycle. How can we maximize it? How can we make sure that once someone does put in their notice, you both get value out of the rest of their time with you and you both are able to maintain that relationship either for references on their end or for just mentorship or help from you uh, on your end. So the goal here is to be proactive, have this conversation sooner than later because no employee lasts forever. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.